yo, yo, what up, what up? Good morning, good morning, GMG. Tuesday, February 6th, 2020. Four, 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 four. Whole lot of fours out there. Look at that. Another beautiful day to have a beautiful day. I got my co-host in the house, OSF. How are you feeling today? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Actually, I'm. I feel a bit hungover, but I'm good. Wait, what did you do last night? You went out on Monday. Uh, yeah, I went for dinner with KBM. K, um, yeah. He was in London. Um, yeah, he's just visiting with his wife for a day or so. I think. Oh, um, yeah. nice, 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 nice. Okay, where'd you guys go? We went for an Indian. Actually. Went for Indian. Which one? Yeah. Um, Benares. Was that good? Yeah, it was good. Yeah? What did you have? Everything, really. <laughs> what about you, my food? Oh, my God, dude. I want to go to Indian food so bad. There is um, Actually, by the hotel we're all staying at in Paris, Ovi. We'll go together. Um, There is a bomb Indian. Like, bonkers. Like, nuts. Bananas. Uh, so, they make a fire tiki masala, bro. It's uh, It's crazy. Locks went last time we were there in June. Um, we should go. We should definitely go. I, I have to say, I did not recognize you in the studio today. So last time you came up with your beard completely shaved, I could not recognize you. Now you got the glasses going on. What, what's happening? So overnight, you you lost sight. I don't really wear glasses that much, but I do. I used to wear glasses when I used to work on the trading floor because you have to read lots of small numbers and stuff. Yeah. But then after I left that job, I realized my the hurt in my eyes was more to do with the fact that I wasn't sleeping enough. And when I started sleeping more, I just didn't need, really need glasses. But um, because I feel a bit hungover, my eyes just hurt looking at the screen. I guess there's like blue right, blue light uh, reflectors or whatever. So it just feels nicer to wear them right now. And, I just love this. You know, yeah. I, I just love this. Like, yeah, I'm hungover. Fuck, I don't have Mando today. So you're going to have to do a lot of talking with me. Uh, it's just you and I. I, uh, I canceled Benny because... Since we have Ledger coming on, the CTO of Ledger is coming on the show just to answer a couple questions that we have. And then we're doing loot boxes, so it's very light. I canceled Benny because I wanted to have a proper conversation about art and the state of the art and NFTs in the space. I pushed that to tomorrow. Since Mando's not there, you're a big artist. You're big time. Yeah. Big time collector. I wanted us to have an engaging conversation about the state of the art in Web3. Um, so I pushed it. So today we're going to need you to be a lot of the talking. I'm sorry that you hung over. Had I known, I would have uh, I would have caught some reinforcements uh, on the radio side. But anyways, as usual, ladies and gentlemen, we are live on video, so you can catch us on the X broadcast, which I'm going to post in a minute. But it is live on the Rug Radio YouTube and and everything. As usual, we're going to be giving away another thousand dollars, another day, another dollar. Uh, I'll mind you, another thousands of those dollars. So all you have to do is bottom right purple box. Uh, follow FOMO Hour, follow Robitcom, uh, R-O-L-L-B-I-T-C-O-M, and then drop a GM. You don't have to, but like, you know, my emotions. Um, and uh, I like my GMs a lot. Uh, I am the GM of GMs after all. So make sure you put that in. Just a little cheeky retweet. As usual, the tweet is in my Twitter. It's the purple box in the space. And you have to be online, though. You have to be live to win. If you're not live, yesterday, the guy almost slipped. He pulled up at the last second. So we have a new rule. We're going to start a 60-second timer from here forward when you win, and you have to pull up. If you don't pull up, then we go to the next person for the reason that we also all have work, uh, like Ovi, myself, Yuri Mendo. Right after this, we, we jump into meetings. 
uh, yeah, we do more than just post Twitter spaces um, and, and a live show. Uh, so, you know, just to go faster, we're going to do that. So to make sure you have a thousand. But today is special because last Friday we we opened four $5,000 loot boxes because just to celebrate. So today we're going to rip two and Friday two. So two and two. So today you're going to have the chance to win more. I set up the loot boxes before coming on here. Uh, so we're going to be giving away, you know, probably another 10k plus on the show today. Hopefully, uh, if, uh, God willing, God willing, but anyways, 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 today on the show today, today, market report as usual. Uh, Solana is down. Not the kind of message I like waking up to, uh, Ovi, uh, it actually was from you. Uh, so, <laughs> so the, so that's down. I believe it's still down. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, ENS partnering with uh, GoDaddy. That's pretty big. There's the, yeah, the dim airdrop today. NFTs and all coins. Pandora's on fire. That new ERC 404 uh, is just taking over all the narratives. And NFT collection title that's about, that, that hit five ETH. Um, you know, there's a, just a bunch of stuff just popping up uh, as usual. Um, and then what else? What else? The cat sold out yesterday. That minted out. Finally, I think that's going to be today. And then Ledger CTO joining us for a few questions. And last but not least, uh, the Robit uh, giveaway. So make sure that you're here uh, on Spaces. So with that, with that, with that, Ovi, 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 what is going on in the market? Yeah. So traditional markets, not really much to say. Um, you know, stocks closed lower yesterday um they're basically unchanged they may be a touch lower interest rates are unchanged um the next big thing really is going to be inflation and we get that number on the 13th of february so a week from today is when we get the next cpi number so that will be the next big thing for macro um the biggest news really in crypto really is solana um, being down and when i say being down i'm not talking about the price being down Although the price is down, I'm talking about the network going down, and it's the first time it's been down in over a year, I believe. I can't maybe even 18 months or something like that, quite a while. Um, I don't know, or I don't see the exact reason for it. Um, uh, did you see this morning they were pushing some sort of update, or is that not what's happening? I read, I read they were they were applying some sort of update, and for whatever reason, it didn't work, and then they patched it with a new update, which is now fixed. I, I, I think. It's now functional again, as of um, a few minutes ago. Um, there's a little uh, website you can check which shows the progress of um, uh, of the update. And I think some, it's like north of 80% now, which is when the, the chain becomes starts becoming functional again. So everything is working again. Yeah, we didn't really see, um, I'm trying to, oh, I can't fucking see. So it's this. back up. Here, you have Austin himself, right? Austin Federa, who's the head of strategy. He's pretty active. Yeah. Um, so to quote him directly, he said, Mert jokes, but telling the hard, honest truth has always been core to Solana DNA. You'll never see a temporary disruption or stall in block production or issue obtaining consensus because fundamentally Solana is full of smart engineers who don't bullshit. Outages suck and can cause real harm. There will be a root cause report made available once it's complete. And then 10 minutes ago, the network is back up. So as of 10 minutes ago, and uh, per Solana here, Solana status, which I should probably be following, done. Uh, block production on Solana mainnet beta Resume at 1457 UTC following a successful upgrade to V1 1720 and a restart of the cluster by validator operators. By the way, y'all, I did not understand a single word of what I just read. Uh, I'm just not, 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 you know, don't want to act like I'm, you know, know what I'm talking about. Engineers will continue to monitor performance as network operations are restored. Uh, so there was an outage for five hours, Ovi, uh, yeah. this morning. And core contributors are working on a root cause report. Uh, to fix it. What I find interesting out of all this, um, Ovi, actually, is that you know how a lot of the times, and that was a lot of the joke, mind you, 
a lot of us even make a few years ago with how Solana is not decentralized, Solana is not decentralized. As a matter of fact, because it is decentralized, which this is the thread that I found interesting that player Tumu posted, and it goes, what happens when Solana goes down? Better question, how does Solana get back up? And he said, it's decentralized, so there needs to be a consensus among validators. Here's a peek uh, behind the curtains, i.e. the Solana Discord. And so he was sharing like how all engineers actually and validators need to get together and like restart the network, um, which is quite interesting. But I don't know. What does this mean for Sol here? I, was a mar I haven't even checked the Solana price this morning or any price. Honestly. It's not that much lower. Like it looks like it's at around it's 95 higher. right now. Yeah. And it dropped to as low as 93. So it didn't really move on the back of this. I do remember some of the outages back in like 2021, maybe even 2022. It never really moved on it. Like you'd sometimes see it dip a bit and people short it and then it would bounce back pretty aggressively. Yeah. So um, yeah, it, it's not really... The price hasn't really moved that much now. So has underperformed versus ETH in the, in the last two or three days. I think we moved from zero point zero four two to zero point zero four now, something like that. Zero point zero four four to zero point zero four. So it's been a ten percent outperformance of ETH versus Sol in the last few days. But that's also from ETH strength, not necessarily Sol weakness. And people are calling for ETH and another ETH and ETH beta rally. I'm not sure, you know, how much. I believe it, but it is it is happening to an extent right now. So, um, yeah. So it has the sole price hasn't really moved. You know, some of the ecosystem coins like meme coins are down, and Jupiter is down, and I can imagine some people might just be like, if there was Taurus money in Solana right now, after something like that, you may expect some of it leaving the chain. But um, I, you know, it's not really much lower. And I, I I can only imagine maybe some people try to short it on centralized exchanges into this um, headline. And maybe there's a, there's a short base on it right now, which which gets cleared or liquidated. I'm not really sure, but um, yeah, I just uh, it's good. I mean, it's not great. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is so funny. I wanted Literally. to show this came out. Yeah. People showed it sold because the chain went down, as if it wouldn't come back up again. LMAO. That's a tweet from Pitoshi. <laughs> That's so true, Ovi. Because on on essential exchanges, right? You could still trade Soul because it's off. Like you can yeah, exactly. Like. I, my my hunch is that we will see Sol. You may see a Sol rally later later today. That's yeah. that's a bit that's a bit punchy because there's probably people who are short. Um, and yeah, like it's bad. I think the chain going down is obviously bad. And maybe there was some belief this year because Sol hadn't gone down for over a year that Sol would you know never go down again. But you know it is still in, in beta and. You know, even like that guy Mert, who's who's a big like soul dev or whatever, he even predicted that the chain would go down again, and, and it did. So, um, I think you know it's natural to see some weakness in the ecosystem, but I personally think Sol itself will bounce back from this level, in my opinion. All right, that's uh, that's good. I mean, look, market talks, right? Like you know, market talks, and so when I woke up this morning, uh, and you to to your message saying it's down, it was ninety threes. And so obviously now um, higher uh, looks uh, doesn't look uh, too bad. At least on the last hour, we saw this is a candle since it's been back up, by the way. So what you're saying, technically speaking, is just playing out. So yeah. you're right. Because oh, like, market, market speaks for itself here. Uh, across all other coins, I mean, nothing insane. Bitcoin still ranging in the 43Ks, which is, you know, it's interesting because, you know, our fellow... Uh, co-host Mando, not here today, but he put a tweet out yesterday that I that I that I kind of liked. Here, here's your thoughts. He said, 
We ranged for seven months in 2023. We have been ranging for two months now. Are we really doing this again? <laughs> and then I was like, well, having an April. So we probably range on till April, which was my thoughts. And it was two months. We could live with it. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I think we had a big period of price movement and action into a very big event, which was DTF, possibly one of the biggest events ever for, for Bitcoin. So it's only natural to see, you know, the focus die down a bit and for us to settle in a range. Something that I would say is, yes, the, the range is a bit brutal, but the 42 to 43K range of Bitcoin is not a bad outcome, to be honest with you, especially considering we dropped to 38, 39K earlier. So I think that's not a bad outcome. Um, if Bitcoin is range bound, then it's usually good for alts, I think. So as people try and seek other returns across there. So I think um, if this continues, you will start to see some some other alts and possibly mean coins start to move again. Um, Bitcoin halving, I don't know what to expect really. The, the rally historically has has tended to come after the, halv the halving, a few months after the halving. And so I don't think like, I don't think we're going to like, you know, on the day of the halving, we're just going to have this massive Bitcoin rally. I just, I don't believe that's what's going to happen. Um, but I do think, you know, it's just seems to coincide with, with crypto cycles. And I think we're still in a, in a longer term, uh, uptrend here in, in the bull market, if you will. So the Bitcoin halving just tends to, you know, it just seems to coincide with it, but I don't think it's for me personally, the Bitcoin halving itself is not an event where something is going to happen around it, in my opinion. And I think if people get too excited by it, then you know there's a risk we we dump on it or sell off on it or whatever, depending on the market. But yeah, I don't think we move much on them. What I would say is Bitcoin halving is in April, and May is the expectation for um, the ETF. Yeah, exactly. So it might be that around then we start to get bulled up again. But you know, we saw the impacts of GBTC on on Bitcoin, and we have to see if we have to see how much demand there is on. Um, for the ETTF, and, and a lot of that will depend on how Bitcoin has performed until then. Yeah. So if, if Bitcoin is lower in April than where it is now, and the other ETFs have seen start to see outflows, then the story for ETH doesn't look that great. But if Bitcoin is higher than now, uh, higher than higher than compared to where it is now, and we see incremental inflows, and people have made money on that trade, then I think people will, will want to put it into ETH as well. So that's another thing worth considering. Okay, cool. Uh, so that's, that is good to know. We'll see what happens closer to my, my personal bull thesis here, and this is my own and I'm no expert at all is that we're probably like, we range and we, it's going to be just like, kind of like on the boring side for majors until then, there's always going to be an NFT collection that pumps. There's always going to be a meme coin that pumps. We're seeing it with the ERC 404s right now. And we're seeing it with a lot of some NFT collection on the ordinal side, like RSIC popping off, like sweeps on puppets and et cetera, et cetera. And the cats selling a $12 million at launch uh, yesterday. So, you know, that that's going on over there. So the thing is, it's not like, I don't think we're going to go back to this period. It was like, it was the bear market. It was nothing was going off. Sure. We'll range for a couple of months, but there's going to be a lot of things coming up uh, and down mind you as well. Uh, a lot of new narratives being spun off and stuff. And then I think I would, I, I would think that after like uh, slowly we grind towards like uh, all time highs, I think Q3 is where we hit our highs, man. Like, uh, I'm not saying like blast through them, but I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, to see like, um, you know, in within like, you know, deeper and mid deep Q3, like some, some highs across the board on coins, but that's my personal bull case. But again, I'm always bullish, even when shit's bearish. So <laughs> good and bad, good and bad. I think tweet of the day went to you was that 
you were saying, uh, and then I'm going to move on to the rest of the stuff, NFTs and whatnot, but I thought it was great to eat this morning over you when you said, um, <laughs> it's fine, babe. I can take money out of crypto whenever I, I need to, dot, 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 realize this has net worth in Solana and Blast. <laughs> So I thought I thought that was a great tweet this morning, and you honestly made me laugh so much. And a conspiracy theory. I mean, this is why you like you send all the drafts during these times, right? This is where you get your best engagement. Um, definitely did the same on the meme coin story, but you were like conspiracy theory. Solana is down ahead of Blast Unlock to give us a good entry on ETH rotations into Sol. <laughs> So, so I thought these were great. Um, and anyway, so top gainers as usual, you know, you had like Tau Arp, OP, DYDX, you know, as the whole Solana, uh, ETH ecosystem was up, Solana ecosystem overall was kind of down. Um, and so, so that's kind of like the TLDR on the market uh, uh, in that front. Anyways, uh, in coins as well, you have the Dimension, uh, I believe is going out, is going live today, right? I think um, today, yeah. Yeah, it's today on the, it's trading right now on Evo. Uh, at the 4 billion fully diluted valuation. Uh, it says this market will be transitioned to a regular perpetual future shortly after the token gets listed today. What price do you think it will trade at? I'm so annoyed. Like, I did not claim my two pudgies, um, dim airdrops, and it's like seven. Dude, yeah, it's seven. a lot. I know. Why didn't you claim them? You just forgot. I don't know. It's because they're in my vault. And like, when shit is in my vault, I know you can yeah. delegate. But like, I don't explain. Like, when shit's in my vault, like, it's a pain to transact with them. Yeah, I understand. It's like, I don't want, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's weird. Like, it's vaulted. So, like, I don't like fucking with my vault. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I <laughs> hear you. I hear you. And clearly I'm wrong, by the way, because I just missed out on, like, $15,000, um, which, you know, kind of sucks. Yeah, wreck confessions, Pomerol is saying. Wreck confessions. I missed out on the dim airdrop because I'm a moron. Uh, so that's what's up on my end, but I'm really happy that our homies, I know D's and a bunch of other people are, are going to bank on that, uh, and, and, uh, and did their, uh, their airdrop requests and whatnot. So that's really cool. So we'll see where that opens, but that's something cool for the, for the ecosystem, um, uh, that's going on. Uh, and besides that, besides that, besides that, I think that's really it. Like in terms of like, uh, coins and, uh, and whatnot is, uh, we'll see what happens next. The other story that I thought was cool. Uh, yesterday, I know we also uh, covered it on the, on the crib. Um, is there is you can now connect your um, you can now use your .com domain as your Ethereum address with GoDaddy and ENS. And there was a period of time where like ENS was a, like all the conversation on the timeline. It's kind of died down with like the prices going lower on the three and four digit ENSs and whatnot. I know you guys at some point had three digit ENSs. I think you guys still have them, right? Are you still bullish? I think we still, um, yeah, that was more of a Mando trade than a me trade, yeah, but um, yeah, we still we still ha we still own them, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I think you guys still had them. I thought that was interesting. So Ethereum name services domains can now be tied to traditional web domains with no fees, adding more functionality to the process. So like, if anything, like this just like. If I'm understanding this right, like this is super bullish ENS, right? Like, yeah. Uh, or is it a nothing burger? It says ENS think... domains can be assigned to an Ethereum wallet to ease the hassle of sending funds and assets. Uh, I'm going to explain the two closer together. The web domain register just linked up with ENS to make it possible to tie a DNS address like a .com or .NET to an ENS name .e so that the DNS domain can be used with crypto apps. That's actually hella bullish. Yeah, it's good, <laughs> but I don't know. I also don't like. 
it doesn't really like crazily excite me. Do you, do you know what I mean? I know what I mean. I guess the, I guess the, I guess the main thing is it's kind of like justifies ENS a bit more in the domain space, but yeah, you know, I don't think, I don't think things are going to exactly like move a hundred percent on that. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see what happens on that front. But for me, like, I think this is just more, it's just bullish in general for crypto. Cause it's just more integration of crypto apps into like, you know, the regular folks, you know, day to day, like GoDaddy, like a lot of people use GoDaddy. It's like the number one, like domain registration business in the world. So I think, uh, I think this is not bad. Uh, and another news on that front, honestly, that was about it overall. Let's talk NFTs now. Let's talk NFTs because that's moving right now. Not on the soul side. Not right now. That's for sure, y'all. Um, you know, but uh, the rest of the bags are definitely uh, moving. Uh, so on Ethereum, so it's this collection, right? That's going insane, which was, what is it, Pandora? Which yeah. is at 4 ETH. Do you have more information on the NFT collection side of it? Or is it, because it's tied to the coin, right? Yeah, it's a bit, it's, a, it's an interesting one. It's basically like, it's a new token standard, yeah. which represents an NFT collection, but allows for the token to trade like on Uniswap, et cetera, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like, it's like, if it's kind of like this hybrid token. Like imagine if you had an, and you had a whole NFT project and you could actually like trade fractions of them basically, um, as a coin, that's essentially what it is. So it's like adding Uniswap liquidity to the NFTs. Um, I don't know. I don't fully know how it works. It's, it's, it's definitely like a, a completely brand new thing. So I don't know like what the different, I don't know if you can like just buy the NFT on OpenSea, I guess you probably can, yeah, but yeah. you can also transact um, that on uh, fractions of that on Uniswap as well. Okay. It's uh it's pretty interesting. It's like a standard that allows you to like pretty much like turn your NFT collection into a coin right away. And apparently, like Floor Protocol are in touch with them and whatnot. Yeah. It's very similar to what Floor Protocol was doing, right? Like you saw the Ubake yeah. and Mew, Mew, right? Mew Bake or yeah, Mew, exactly. Mew that. Um, it's it's very interesting. Uh, it's brand new. It popped out. I'm not gonna lie. I am coping uh, for the reason that literally uh, I had the Pandora chart open on my computer on Sunday night. It was still 15, 16 mil. I was like, well, I'm not gonna ape something that went to 16 mil. And it's also Sunday, and I'm trying not to trade. Like I haven't taken a trade since my dupe thing, which I'm really praying ends up well, but I have been off the chart. feels good. I'm too busy. It's been very healing to say the least and not look at the price of Bitcoin ETH sold in like 12 shit coins at the same time at all times. Uh, and the next thing you know, it goes to 80 mil. So uh, moral of the story, don't take your foot off the pedal. Um, <laughs> you know, like, cause the second I take it off the pedal, Ovi, I miss out on, uh, what is it? Almost a nearly 10X, right? So it's, uh, it is what it is. Uh, you got to be in the trenches 24-7. It is a bull market after all, um, you know, nonstop, 24-7. Sunday night, you got to be on charts. Monday morning, you got to be on charts. Work, forget that. You got to be on charts at all times because you can always miss uh, the next 10, 20, 100x if you're not on it. But anyways, I think this is quite an, uh, an interesting one, and we'll see how that develops uh, with time. But it seems like a lot of people are building now with that standard. So, hey, could see a meta here? Maybe? Maybe not. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I think I think it's very interesting. Um, I do think it's very interesting. And um, yeah, I think it. Uh, one of the biggest problems with NFTs is a lack of liquidity. So especially if you're buying rare stuff as well. So it would be pretty cool to have that here. 
Yeah, no, I agree. And uh, and so still on the NFT uh, front, mind you, some nice 3D glasses sales. I didn't want to talk about it yesterday, but uh, those came out yesterday. That's good for you because I, I know you got your 3D glasses, which is fire. Uh, but besides that, dude, these RSICs, man, every single time I open DGENs, I swear to God, they're higher. Always. And we do it every morning here. It's actually wild. So they are now, they had a slight dip to 0.08 Bitcoin. And it got slurped right away, Ovi, up to now it's nearly 0.1 BCC. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. Um, and there was this rare one that sold, I believe, for 1.8 or 2 Bitcoin. Um, so that's not nothing small. Like one Bitcoin is 43K. So one of them sold for like 100 grand, bro. Um, because based on the rarity of your rune, of the, your RSIC meta protocol, you get to mine more runes on it. So it's like a new standard that's been created via the NFT or something. I mean, if, if someone's in the audience, mind you, and like knows better than me about this, like you're totally welcome to request to speak and like come and give people a TLDR uh, to come and correct me because I don't want to I don't want to mess this up. But from my understanding, this is what's going on. I know Loxy's obsessed with that and he's been digging into it a lot. Like he he's so deep in, like he's been reading Casey Rotomore's like uh, GitHub. Um, so he's like deep. Like RCO is deep like he's gone he's like fully like into that and it's his thing and honestly he doesn't tend to go all into stuff like this much like i'm really the the crazy dgen part of the team so this leads me makes me think like if he's all into this like i should probably like go even deeper into it because like it's pretty rare um i was considering a sweep multiple times did not happen but it's okay we have our puppets uh to make up for it so that is absolutely crazy so if i go on the magic in front here yeah, it is here still 0.095 Bitcoin, dude. How much how much dollars is that? Times it's 43k, yeah? Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah, 43. We're at 43 flat. Yeah, we're at 43 one. So whatever. For, call it 43. It's four thousand dollars, dude. It's a four thousand dollar airdrop. And ETH is what? 23? It's at one point. It's it's a two ETH airdrop now. Fuck. This is crazy. That's a big airdrop. airdrop. That's a big airdrop. Dude. That makes up for the dim shit I missed. Let me tell you that. So we're good on that front. And also happening on Bitcoin. I mean, look, it's, it's honestly business as usual is over there. Everything is going higher. Like on there, like all your stuff is up. I mean, the OMB is still above 0.05 uh, Bitcoin. You have like this bit smileys now that seems to be up. I'm not too sure what it is, but it's showing up here. You have the puppets that are back above 0.075. Um, the node monkeys, you know, bounced uh, are up again. So it's it's honestly been these three uh, leading the, the the charge on Bitcoin with the volumes and whatnot. So it's really been RSIC, node monkeys, and Bitcoin puppets that's just been doing a ton of volume uh, on there, which is really uh, really uh, impressive when you look at it um, this way. So that's about it um, on the um, on the on the NFT side. And the other news again, which was also on Bitcoin, and I'm here quoting, you know, Tyler did its uh, tweet here. Uh, on the screen, which was Quantum Cats uh, whitelist officially uh, closed yesterday. There was only 313 left. Um, it sold out in two seconds. Some people said bots. Some people said no bots. I don't know what it is, but hey, it's still sold out. Uh, so there's only 10% of the supply left for public mint. Um, and it says the team sold um, 2,687 uh, NFTs in its whitelist sale at 1.1 BTC a pop, a tidy 269 Bitcoin raise, 11.4 million. And then the rest of it just like sold out uh, right away. So we're talking, we're really talking about a $12 million raise here. Um, you got a nicer one than me. 
Um, I have to my say, my one's cool. Yeah, I like. I actually like my one. It's pretty Did you cool. post it? I haven't. Uh, I don't think I posted it yet. I'm just. I'm waiting for it to like get to my wallet and all that just to make sure I saw yeah. the right one. But um, yeah, my one. My one actually looks cool. I quite like mine. Yeah. I wish what do you I... think happens on, on these here? Like, where do you think they trade after after it mints out? That's a good question. So honestly, I think it's two things. It either goes fifty percent below mint, which I don't think personally happens, or it goes to like 0.3 Bitcoin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a. It's like a one way or the other. So I I wouldn't be surprised if we open two X, at 0.2 Bitcoin for point. Yeah. You know why? Because. It's still a Tapu Wizards team after all. And these guys are just like the people like at the forefront of like pushing Bitcoin. Doesn't matter what people think of the art for what it's worth. Like Far has his own like art kind and like people like it. So it clearly sold out. There was a $250,000 sale at Sotheby's, which usually you're right. Like I think that a couple of weeks you were saying, it's usually not the way we like, you know, um, you know, price the whole rest of the collection and whatnot because we've seen a hand it pinned before. But I think an open above 0.2 Bitcoin is, is, uh, is the most likely outcome. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Look, I think it's going to do really well because of Udi, and I, I know they they messed up the the mint process, and but you know ordinals is still nascent technology, and there there will be more mess ups and stuff like this. So it just kind of reminds me of like the ETH NFT mints back in 2021 when people would delay mints because something would fuck up, and you don't ever really see that happen anymore because the technology has been um, developed and it's is much more smooth. So. I think it will do really well, to be honest with you, but I also am going to get one. So take it with a pinch of salt. Um, I, I think I'm going to, like, as soon as I get mine, I think what I'm going to do is that I'm going to... This is mine. This is not a birthmark. It's a black eye. It's a black eye that he got for, <laughs> for, for, for being tossed around on the Bitcoin blockchain so much and being pushed around. And he came to me with the black eye, you know? Um, I got the Tiffany background. I got a Tiffany blue eyes. That's got to be rare. So if someone wants to trade me like two cats for my cat, you know, DMs are open. <laughs> Obviously, I'm just kidding. But I personally, I think I would probably, will probably be replacing mine with uh, more of a forever cat type uh, that I have. That could be my adopted cat forever. But definitely, this is the type of project that I just want in um, because of Udi and the team. And I really like these folks. So uh, they're friends, they're family. And, uh, and I think it could be cool. So we'll see what happens. I saw yours. Uh, potentially yours, right? We want to wait till we actually get them in our wallets, and it was really cool. So excited to see what you got. I know Sobi hit really nice ones too. Uh, he actually even PFP'd it already. And overall, like, there's a lot of excitement. Again, like, there's just a lot of excitement about around everything Bitcoin. For what it's worth, Ovi, if this opens like two, three x um, above, um, like the, the the starting price, you could see the ordinals market pump, like the rest of it, like echo pump. Like I wouldn't be surprised if the money, like a lot of the money goes back into the collections that are doing well right now. Um, because imagine like you minted 0.1 Bitcoin. Imagine yeah. you get to sell it for 0.3 Bitcoin. You kind of always like put money back in, right? As a DJ, yeah. like as people do, what do you buy? Like to me, like, okay, RSIC has like the narrative and it's pushing. Puppets have a narrative. Blood Monkey would be the price of your cat. So I don't know if you go straight yeah. by Blood Monkey and there's a lot of stuff happening there. So We'll see what happens, but that's what happened yesterday. And these put a tweet out saying as soon as the public mint ended for uh, cats, everyone who like didn't manage to mint started buying RSIC and puppets like immediately after those collections, even node monkeys went back up after the public mint went uh, live. So people realized. Yeah. Cause people go back to the, yeah. Liquidity flows back into those projects. Right. Yeah. 
Exactly. And given that we don't have enough market participants yet in the space, you know, liquidity is taken somewhere and goes back uh, somewhere uh, else. Anyways, uh, question for you, Ovi. Actually, uh, when PD5? Selfish question. You have a drop coming up. What's that? What and probably going to be end of this month. Okay. Probably going to be end of this month. I've, I've finished most of the artwork. I'm just adding like the final bits and pieces and stuff. But um, yeah, I've got the code and everything working to, to generate okay. the images. I've got, um, I have to say, using ChatGPT to like write these scripts now so much. Before it would take me like, it would at least take me a whole day to write the script. And I think this one would have taken me probably two or three days because it's a bit more complicated. But um, <laughs> with ChatGPT, the whole thing did in about 30 minutes, which is pretty insane. So it's just like uh, a massive saver on time. But um yeah, I just, I just want to like add more elements on the art side to it. And yeah, it should be at the end of this month. Dude, it's exciting. I have to say like, you've been posting a lot of these, uh, you've been posting a lot of the teases about what it's going to look like. Yeah. And I'm excited for that. Wait, let me see. That last one was crazy. The Kraken one. Like, yeah. uh, this one is crazy, bro. I saw it this morning. Yeah, that I was love pretty funny. minutes on there. I think it's cool. Like you just always put little, little like hints, yeah. you know? Oh, the golden boxing gloves. I did not see that. Yeah. That's cool. Yo, did you see Rookie just announced Crypto Fight Night 4? Yeah, I did. I did. No, I'm, uh, I'm potentially retired for now. No! <laughs> oh, you have a kid on the way. It's true. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm a father now, you know. It can be, you know. You I would. I, I'm, it's, it's, it's painful to, like, see it and be like, oh, I'm not going to be in this time because um, I do really want to fight again, but... Bad news. Oh. I want I want someone I know to fight so I can like live vicarious live vicariously through them. So I put Joe up to it. Somebody at me. I'm gonna look for. I'm gonna pick a fight. I have been. I've been working out. I you know. I've been. I've been you working. Do it. It's nah, but there's no chance I could box. Like it, the level of cardio required. Yeah, it's for like boxing. Like yeah, I'm working out. Yeah, you know, I'm feeling great. But that's like. A level I feel like above, yeah, peak performance, right? Like I was talking to Vanessa about it, my girlfriend. I'm like, babe, like, what do you think? Like, if I I should just like get in one, like, like, like Ovi did. I was saying last week. She's like, babe, Ovi was training twice a day and not drinking for six months. She looks at me. She's like, there is no way you're doing that. And I was like, yeah, true. She's like, let alone stop smoking weed. And I was like, ah, oh. <laughs> yeah. My girlfriend knows me pretty well. Yeah, so, exactly. No, we're too busy. We're too busy here at Rogue Decrypt for me to get in the thing. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if there's probably a shareholder agreement somewhere saying I'm not allowed to do that. So I did ask yesterday if I could go to space, and that didn't work out. Um, I was talking to the Axiom Space team. They're the people that sent the thank you X and all the snow throw and everything yeah. to space. And I was on the phone with them. I was like, so how much is the seat there? Like, how do you – like, can I go to space? He goes, well, if you raise $70 million, we can send you there. I'm like, mm, never mind. I think I'm skip. <laughs> So I thought that was pretty crazy. Anyways, let's pass into our special guest of today. We have the CTO of Ledger himself in the flesh, Charles Guimet in the house. Bonjour, bonjour, BJ Charles. How you doing? Oh, your French is amazing. Uh, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Listen, we were we are glad to work with you guys. You know, I know you guys were powering our show for the last month and a half. I know we're always doing some cool stuff with the Ledger team on the Rug Radio side, on the Rec side and everything. So it's always a pleasure uh, when we can have uh, you guys on the show. So Mr. Charles Guimet, you are the CTO 
um, uh, over uh, at Ledger and everything. How's it been lately? How's uh, how's the market been treating you guys, and how's the how's things moving on at Ledger? Um, I, we we are pretty good. Uh, 2023 was a little bit bumpy for for yeah. everyone in the ecosystem, I guess. Uh, but that was a good opportunity for us to to build to uh, to prepare for for the future and and I think we are at the beginning of a new cycle. Um, for me, the the really the very important uh, interesting part is that during the last cycle we had uh, scalability challenges uh, for blockchains and uh, I think during this uh, building phase uh, we. We, uh, the ecosystem, uh, have found solution to this uh, scalability challenge, and and now it's pretty exciting to see um, the the next cycle uh, beginning uh, because we will have plenty of cheap blockchain space, and that will enable plenty of uh, new application. And this is something that was not possible before. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. So with the market picking up now, which is you know what you're talking about. Um, and everything. What are the new, you know, types of, you know, your CTO at Ledger, right? So what are some of the new types of scams, exploits, and things that we should be aware of this cycle? There's a lot of people listening right now. The scams, I mean, with, with, the, uh, with, uh, with the market picking up, the scammers are out here. They're out here, um, and they're about to be out here even more. So, Sean, why don't you give us some, uh, some things to, to, to be careful of and be aware of ahead of this new cycle? Yeah, that's true. And yeah, scammers, they, they, they come as soon as uh, we have uh, newcomers who are a little less at ease with uh, what is crypto. Uh, crypto is a new paradigm, so it's a little bit uh, difficult to handle for uh, newcomers. Uh, but there are a few things that uh, people need to uh, to keep in mind. Um, so f first of all, crypto is uh, is important when you are in self-custody. I, I, really, um, I really like crypto because of the permissionless aspect. And the permissionless aspect is uh, possible uh, thanks to the decentralization of the consensus, but also through uh, self-custody. But self-custody is not that easy. Uh, that's, uh, th that's why we are uh, providing tools uh, to the users in order to, to do self-custody uh, securely. And most, most of the time, uh, scammers are um, trying to, to collect the low on gig fruits and the low only fruits are really um, uh, tricking users into doing something wrong. And the most uh, common uh, scam is really to ask users for their 24 words. So they are creating a fancy uh, UX. They pretend that there has been some issue, uh, some problem, or that they, they pretend uh, that, you can, um, that, that you can earn a, a big airdrop, like this kind of thing. And at some point, they ask you to input your 24 words into an interface. And as soon as you do, you do that uh, as, a, as a user, you uh, give away the access to your wallet to the scanners and that's it. There is nothing you can do to revert this because the, the attacker will simply drain your wallet and, and that's it. So this is something people really need to keep in mind. These 24 words uh, are uh, very important and you need to keep them uh, confidential and secure. You need to uh, secure them in, um, in a safe place. And the only uh, way, the only location where you can input them is directly uh, within your uh, ledger device, if ever you need it, because uh, you, you will need to input them uh, if your device has, has been reset or you have bought a new device, but Except for this situation, you don't need to input the device. But 
at the end, your 24 volts are inside this uh, Nano X or maybe uh, inside your stacks if you are lucky to have one. Um, and um, and um, in your uh, in your 24 volts uh, backup. So this is something uh, that uh, users need to keep it, to keep in mind. And mm -hmm. secondly, the the kind of um, uh, scams we see is really where it's often uh, a little bit more elaborate. It's when uh, scammers trick users into uh, signing transaction. Um, so uh, again, uh, scammers are uh, promising you a, a very big airdrop or this kind of thing. And then uh, they ask you to sign a specific transaction. And uh, if you don't verify what, what, what's, uh, um, what, what, what is the transaction you are about to consent, or if you can't uh, verify because uh, there was no clear signing, then you might give away uh, the access to your wallets, to the whole uh, wallets. And this is what we see with uh, the drainer and so on. And in order to avoid that, what we, what we do at Ledger is really to uh, create this secure enclave that is your device. And, um, and also we have a big initiative which consists in providing the users with uh, clear signing. Clear signing really means on the device, uh, it will be, it's written what the, the intent of the transaction you are about to consent. Uh, as of today, when you when you send Bitcoin, when you uh, when you interact with a known smart contract, you have uh, this data. It's written. Uh, you are about to send this uh, this amount of uh, Bitcoin to this specific address. Do you consent to do that? And then you you consent. But sometimes uh, with um, some fancy uh, smart contract, uh, they are not well supported, and then you have to blind sign, so blindly sign a hash, and you don't you have no way to verify what's what will be the consequences of uh, signing this transaction. And that's why we are working uh, on this very big um, uh, clear signing initiatives, which will bring um, the users with all the clarity uh, for, for him to understand the transaction he is about to sign. Okay, that's some uh, that's some really good advice, uh, definitely for the people. So I hope y'all are listening and I hope that the people listening are not using hot wallets. Well, I mean, yes, you can use hot wallets, but that's not where you store all your money. Uh, use hot wallets to mint all the free mints and the bullshit uh, altcoins and shit coins that we like yeah. to, uh, to to ape in. But that's it. It's it's good. It's good to have uh, to have different yeah. wallets for different okay. use uh, when when you want to do different things like minting new stuff and and yeah. we like we like doing this. You do that with uh, with a hot wallet. You you only keep a low value in this hot wallet, yeah. but for the for the value that is important for you, maybe it's important because it's a lot of um, mm -hmm. of dollars at the end, but maybe it's important because this is your favorite NFT. So for this uh, valuable, you will put them in your in your cold wallet in, in your ledger device. Okay, perfect. I love to love to hear that. And I guess, you know, uh, next question is, you know, uh, why is why ledger right um you know that's you're the cto so i mean you're the guy i need to ask this to uh is why ledger <laughs> why 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 is ledger you know the most secure hardware and software uh, player in the space uh i personally use ledger actually uh what was what was easy with you guys the other day i was talking about it i stick my solana natively on ledger with a few buttons that's what i did with my own obviously the nfa dyr to each their own but that's what i proceeded uh, with my Solana, uh, because it's easy to see, I like the interface and whatnot, but like, you know, how, um, you know, why, why ledger and, and, and when it comes to using your software and hardware? Yeah, very, very good question. So 
First of all, again, self-custody is really important. Uh, at the end, if you have uh, Bitcoin or ETH or NFT or on, a, on an exchange on Revolut, you, you're not really in crypto. Like you, you are, um, you have an exposition, a financial exposition to uh, crypto value, but it's very different from owning crypto. And, and owning crypto really means uh, being in self-custody. And being in self-custody means you uh, own your keys, not your, not your keys, not your coin. Uh, this is what we, what we say. And, and then the security of these keys is really uh, paramount. If an attacker gets access to your keys, then it will drain your wallet and there is nothing you can do uh, to revert this. So uh, that's why security is uh, paramount. And, and in the security world, there is nothing better than, than segregating the location of your properties from the application. So this is really what uh, hardware wallet in general uh, are made for. Uh, they are separating your properties from the internet. So this is this is what we built at Ledger. So you, you have a different option uh, uh, in terms of hardware wallet. Uh, to be honest, if you use any hardware wallet, it's 100 times better than only a software wallet. If you use only a software wallet, your private keys are, are not at, at, are at risk. And using a hardware wallet is um, is um, 100 times better than a, than a software wallet. And then when you use a hardware wallet, there are different uh, shades of red. And what we what we are trying to do at Ledger is really to have the highest level of security, but also uh, having a great ease of use. It's because if, if you design a security solution that is so secure that no one uses it, at the end you don't solve any problem. And this is not what we what you, what we are trying to do. We are really trying to to have a good trade-off between uh, the high level of security and ease of use. And, um, and what we do is trying to have like simple devices that do uh, one thing and, and do it well, the security part. And for uh, the UX, for the UI, uh, we, have, we have built um, different application and uh, Ledger Live is the main one where you can uh, manage all your crypto in one place and then you can buy, sell, swap, stake. You can, uh, you can have a credit card and all of these are services uh, that are provided by third party and, and we are connecting the third party uh, to, to the user. So as a user, you have a nice, unique interface with all your crypto and you can do plenty of things uh, with your crypto and as soon as you need um, to access to your crypto to the transaction and so on then uh, you you will use uh, your uh, hardware wallet your, your device we we are also an open platform so it's possible to use your uh, device on uh, different dApps and so on um, and it's, it's uh, interoperable and we are working into uh, in improving our device sdk so that the the, the UX when you use your device outside of Ledger Live uh, will be even better. This is what we have in mind these days. All right, that's pretty cool. And so last last question I got uh, for you here, Charles. Uh, what's Ledger Dungeon? Oh, the dungeon is uh, is our internal dungeon. security. Yeah, the dungeon. Uh, this is our internal security research team. So. Basically, this is what we what we call a red team uh, in in the security world, and their main mission is really to uh, try to break our devices. Uh, so this is what they do day to day. Uh, they they try to find vulnerabilities on our devices, on our on our product in general. And when when they find vulnerabilities, then uh, they work with the engineering teams in in order to uh, 
uh, improve uh, improve the security of our product. Also, they are spending uh, some time uh, doing some R&D in the space, and uh, sometimes they are uh, participating to uh, securing a little bit more uh, different product. We have we have different partnership with uh, with other team uh, because at the end, securing the ecosystem is important for for everyone. It's important for the ecosystem. So, if we can uh, participate into uh, into this, uh, we, we we are glad to do it. So that the dungeon is really a team of uh, security experts, and it's it's quite amazing. They can break almost almost uh, anything, uh, just a matter of time and, and and effort and equipment and so on. So they have plenty of uh, big equipment. It's um, really interesting to to enter the dungeon. And but by the way, uh, we. We have we have done some videos uh, to present uh, the dungeon. Uh, I think the, they are called "Enter the Dungeon." I think yeah. it's a series of four videos, and uh, it gives you uh, some um, some high-level view on what what it is to uh, to to try to to break hardware devices. All right, love to see that. Well, thank you so much, Chad. I guess last question for you: Are you going to use those skis behind you? <laughs> I, I love skiing, uh, but this, this one are a little bit old. I think yeah. they, they are 60 years old, 60. Oh, and uh, I at some point I wanted to try them, uh, but my feet are too long. So I, I, I avoided to break a leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, uh, maybe avoid that for sure. All right, Charles, well, thank you very much uh, for coming on today. Charles Guimet, CTO of Ledger. So for anybody curious, I mean, check out Ledger. Uh, you know, I got a couple always hanging around me. Uh, and make sure you guys uh, protect yourselves with a hardware wallet. Thank you, Sean. Cool. Stay safe. Thank you. Bye. Ciao.